Hello, Arirang Radio listeners. I'm K-pop and host Isak, and you're listening to Insider. Today, I am very honored to have the very talented and good-looking actor, Joey Albright, in the studio. Hi! Hi! Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. Okay, Joey, I have a question. Yes. If I look you up online, you have your full name, which is Daniel Joey Albright, but you yes. only go by Joey. Is this a preference? Is this like a stage name thing? Like, what is it? Okay, so um, my full name, my real name, is uh, Daniel Joseph Irvin Albright Bradford Brolin. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So imagine <laughs> growing up with that and then the teacher having to read it out every time. So I was like, since I was like five, I just went by Joey because I'm a happy-go-lucky kind of guy. Okay. And so Joey just made sense. Joseph Short, Joey, and then Albright, um, which because I'm always bright, right? Okay. So it just stuck. Um, but I use it as a stage name. I use it in my everyday life. Okay. Unless it's like an official document. I don't ever write out my full name. But imagine in Korea, you know how you have to write like Hangul? <laughs> Daniel, Joseph, but there's only like four spots. Right. You're like, how can I, how can I write all this? All right, so, and then uh. like when you write it out in, even in the spaces for like anything like phone and stuff oh, like that, I like bet. it just, it cuts you off. Yeah. So I've gotten one of those, uh, dojangs, the stamps, <laughs> just so I can just go boop and it's done. I don't have to write it out every time. It's my official mark. It's good. So what's your full name again? Uh, Daniel Joseph Irvin Albright Bradford Brolin. I love it. 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 Okay. So, yeah, um, I'm, I, I figured that because in your Korean uh, profile, it says just Daniel uh, Joey Albright. Yeah. And so I was like, it maybe because we have so many Daniels <laughs> in oh, like no. the business, that's maybe why you were going by Joey. But okay, I, I've never thought about that. But if you call me Daniel, I probably wouldn't even acknowledge it. If someone was like Daniel on the street, I I go by Joey. So, so I have okay. to. Like, but in Korean, you know how they say like Joey, Joey, oh, like, yeah. and so I'm like me, me. So I'll be on set, and so I'll go like Joey guy. Like what? Wait, what? Me, what? What? what was that? <laughs> you talking about me? Okay. Uh, for those of you who might or might know, for me personally, I loved your uh, performance in Space Sweepers. Tsungnio, you were the reporter there, and you do. I don't want to say what happens to you. I don't want to give any spoilers if anybody didn't watch it. If they haven't seen it. It came out in February. If you haven't seen it, it's your it's your own fault. <laughs> right. No, but yeah. So you, I honestly really loved your role. I didn't put two and two together with Vincenzo, though. Oh, yeah. I lost. Uh, well, I, I had uh, longer hair. I was at a super slim kind of like mm -hmm. uh, shape at that time. And then Vincenzo, pre, you know, Corona, mm -hmm. um, gained a little bit of weight. And uh, my hair is longer. It was styled differently. I try to, I, I don't want to say this, like, I, I try to lose weight to match the character. Mm -hmm. I wanted to lose weight for that character. Um, but normally you don't have enough time. You are what right, you right, are right, when right, you right, cast. Right. So, uh, but with Sungnyo, uh, Space Sweepers, it was one of the one of the roles where I walked away and I needed, like, a two-week break. Wow. I was I was traumatized. I was that character. If you haven't, if y'all haven't watched it, please go watch it. It's a really good movie. But, um... Anyways, a, a long story short, I I felt it was some of my best acting at that time. It was. Oh no, yeah, no, I loved it. And they, honestly, I know that uh, Space Sweepers, from many different perspectives, did get a lot of talk. Um, mm. I loved it for the fact that you know, staying in Korea for so long, seeing how much Korean cinematography has grown, mm. for us to pull off a movie like that, I was just like, bravo. Yeah. I mean, if we compare it to Hollywood, yes, but I mean, still, we're such a small country, and to be producing stuff like that i mean like yeah let's give ourselves 
themselves a pat on the back for it. Mm-hmm. I loved your role because without your role, we don't get the second half of the movie, in my personal opinion. I, but I, the thing is, I always get cast for these roles. Um, this was the one kind of exception to the role where it was a, a more of a character arc. Mm-hmm. But I always get cast in the roles that require extreme acting. Okay. Over the top, like, um, and this, I, I really hate to say this, but over the top impactful roles. Right, right, right. So in right. uh, Asheville, picked uh-huh. son. Yes, I, I did. I like that too. Give me, you know, like, uh, I think it was like, give me your, uh, was it, oh, let me see the bomb. Don't touch the bomb. And it was this thing where I enter, I say, okay, we got to run it and then we leave. But it's always the, always kind of the same thing. I'm in there for a short second or two and then I bounce. Mm. And this Vincentio, same thing. You know, like. I think that's <laughs> probably why I didn't put two and two together. Yeah. Because if I heard you talk a lot more mm-hmm. in your part, mm-hmm. I think I probably would have put two and two together. But yeah. then looking back at the reel, I was just like, oh, yeah. And the whole scene, I love your scene, by the way, with them. The <laughs> priests are hilarious. Yeah, the yeah. monks are hilarious. To your wedding. So good. I give you props for not laughing every so, take they did. So I'm going to be honest, I didn't know they were going to do that. Oh, really? <laughs> so like, I was just like, okay, I'm going to propose to her. I'm going to try to, and my, my whole rule of thumb is, if the director gives you freedom, like ad lib, uh-huh. right? Or like uh, the improv in the scene, don't do any more than what's needed in the scene. Okay. So Will You Marry Me was clean. Mm-hmm. It was what it was. I stood up. She said, yes, I gave her a hug. I didn't know there was going to be this whole <laughs> shebang afterward. And I'm like, whoa, not... Okay. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Yeah, it was uh, they, they, there was no rehearsal for that, you know. Wow. I, I thought they were just like singing um a monk song or something, like you know from like the right, 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 uh, right, the right. Buddhist song, or whatever. right, right, right. Um, but I was like, wow, dude, that's not okay. Cool, I guess. All right. <laughs> okay, it's like you listen. The more you listen, it's like, wait, that's not Korean. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very strange, but it was good. I enjoyed it. You now, know? uh, Joey, honestly, uh, whenever I do actually get like any type of foreigner, and for me as well, we mm. tend to get just image cast quite often and I feel that uh, a lot of the foreign actors that are working in Korea maybe they just never really planned on being an actor in the first place I mean it just kind of falls within that but I feel that you are a little different because I feel that just by looking at your social media and your just uh, love for the art of acting in Mm -hmm. general you do take it from a different perspective so uh, did you start being an actor before you came to Korea or did this kind of come after an opportunity? So uh, it's a little bit of everything. Okay. Um, a lot of people don't know this. My mom, when I, when I was a kid, uh, did the Annie play in community theater. Uh, for, it was like a year and a half, two years, something like that. When I was like, uh, I think it was like 10 or 12 or 7, somewhere. It was a long, long time uh-huh. ago. I'm 30 something now. How do you remember dates? But um, I got to watch the dog backstage, Sandy. So she played Miss Hannigan and I would take care of the dog and I would watch these people create and they were just in it for the love of it. Right. It, it wasn't, you know, like anything else but the love of acting. It was community theater. Right, know? right, 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 right. So I was like, wow, this is amazing. This is this is something I want to do. But I have stage fright. Okay. Which you wouldn't know by looking at me. But I, if I do like a presentation or anything, I, I just get all sweaty and claiming like, oh, I can't do this. Like, <laughs> I get nervous. So imagine having to memorize a full script, not mess up, and having stage fright. That's not possible for me. So I just, I don't do stage. I don't do theater at all. Okay. But, um... That transitioned into me wanting to be a TV chef okay. because I didn't have the confidence to be an actor. I thought you had to be slim. You had to, you have to have all these things. But then slowly, um, I, I became a chef. I was going to try to become a TV chef for uh, a big network in the States um, that begins with food. food ne- you were <laughs> yeah. going to be on Food Network? I, that, that was my dream. The, the end all be all. Like, go on and go, yeah. And then I would have 
would have probably had you in the studio as like a, a food chef. network yeah. chef. And so like it would have been awesome to have achieved that. But I ended up moving out to Korea and cook. I cooked here for about uh, two years, three years. Entered university, and then Lee uh, Kwang Soo from Running Man came to my university, pulled me off the street, and we did dakjigi pogs. And uh, yeah, he he introduced me into in front of the camera, and I realized I kind of want to pursue this full time. But I don't want to be famous. It's a very weird, you know, mentality. But like, I, I I got on, I went into school, and like the next day after I finished the show, it aired, and uh, like a week later, and then everyone was like, "Oh, can I have your number? Oh, let's be friends. Oh, you're Joey Albright." And it was like a weird thing. So like, as soon as summer break hit, I I I ran to uh, I think it was Thailand, and I, I just went uh, to Thailand, Vietnam, and uh, Cambodia with my buddy, just to kind of escape that whole thing. Because I didn't want I didn't want to be random people coming up to me invading my privacy i didn't want you know like uh they're not i don't know if they're fans i don't know what you would call people like that but people would like to come up there was one person even when i went on my honeymoon in italy that came up and took a photo of me and my wife eating and i'm like what are you doing you know right so like i i have a very low tolerance for rudeness and stuff like that right 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 right, right, right. so i i escaped the the fame aspect thank god um but then i decided i want to be in front of the camera I want to do what my mom did, and I want to act. So okay. and my mom did it as a passion project. It wasn't right. that she was never going to be, you know, like Hollywood A-list. Right, 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 right. I didn't expect either. But um, it was a dream since I was a kid. And then as I started doing it, I realized I'm working with, and I don't think a lot of people have this mentality that work in the industry, unfortunately. Um, and it's not to badmouth anybody. Right. Everyone's got their own reason. You can you can get in it to be famous. You can oh, get yeah, in no, to be definitely. rich. Yeah, well. You have your own priorities. Cool. Right. My whole thing was... Um, I don't want to be working with A-list celebrities and be a bad actor. Right, 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 right. I don't want to. I don't deserve to work with A-list celebrities in Korea. Um, Kim Hyesu, Byung Won, Kim Teddy, these huge stars that train their whole lives, mm-hmm. and I get cast because I'm a white dude, mm. with like foreign privilege, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, I don't, I don't want that foreign privilege. I'm a big dude. I want to earn it. And right. so, for the past five years, every day, I usually don't take a day off um, unless it's to spend time with my daughter or to do a family trip. Otherwise, every day, even if it's two hours, five hours, I will go and I will sit down. I'll read an acting book. I'll mm. pay for online acting classes mm. in L.A. Um, that are really expensive. Um, and at, whenever COVID hit, I was doing it uh, every day, five days a week. And I was not taking a break. And it was five hour classes. Mm. And I was in it every day, studying, rehearsing. Mm. Um, and I would make myself force myself to do five hours a day but whenever i started five years ago i wasn't very good mm-hmm. but i knew i needed to get better okay and so now i'm like i'm at a level where i think i'm good but i'm not good enough you're never good enough as an actor you got to be well no yeah but i feel also that it's not just about you know thinking fully that i'm never good enough for it but then again also like you were saying uh for space sweepers like you know i feel that i did what i could at that time Mm -hmm. i feel that anybody's role and even in hollywood Mm -hmm. all of our a-lister uh you know actors yes they did uh they do well and of course when they come to the set they they are making a role that they're paid for you know they're getting that page that that much for it Mm -hmm. but you know they all started like everybody else they were the ones that were rejected 
accepted for like every audition that they went into that they would do like five times a day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just that one role, that one nice opportunity where they were vulnerable enough or it just hit them right. Mm-hmm. Either they had the skill or the natural pain mm-hmm. or I think research to do the role. Yeah, but also this is what's funny about this is like the, the image casting that exists in Korea for foreigners, you just have to be this skinny mm-hmm. and this tall, mm-hmm. this good looking for mm-hmm. a foreigner. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm tall, I'm not skinny mm-hmm. and I'm not good looking. So for me, it was like a constant hurdle to try to beat out model pretty people who I've seen, I would go into an audition and one guy like would flub his lines and the other guy would flub his lines right in front of me and I'm like, oh God. Um, and But they still got the roles. And at the end of the day, it's about the image. Right. I got to the point where I was like, I don't, I want to be undeniably good. Mm. I want to be so good that people can have to go, if we can't use them here, we'll use them next time. Right, 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 right. That's the level I'm getting to. Okay. But I still have 20 years, 30 years, 40 (laughs) years to achieve who I want to be like, which is Anthony Hopkins. I want to be as good as Anthony Mm. Hopkins, if not better. Okay. I want to be a a Marlon Brando. I want to be not... I don't want to act like them. Mm-hmm. I want to be that good. Mm. And so that's that's what how I approach acting is uh, you can cast me image casting whatever. At the end of the day though, where I get the most enjoyment right. honestly is in my classes. Okay. Because that's where I'm doing 5 hours of script breakdown, 5 mm. hours of script analysis, character development, all this stuff. I have to memorize it, present it in front mm. of a Hollywood people mm. that are like almost top tier they're not like a-list but they're going they're like in the literally. business they are yeah and so like people know them and mm. these are these are the classes that i pay for and it's like i go on i do this i do this i do this and then they go it wasn't that good i go okay what can i do to get better right and that's how i approach it right right right, you know? right. so like i i think like with casting here it is what it is la anywhere you go there is always going to be an image that fits a role oh definitely um and i'm not it's not to bash people here but again people's priorities in the industry anywhere um whether it be here in la in japan anywhere in the world some people are in it for the fame some oh, yeah, people no, are in it for the money oh, yeah, you know? definitely, so definitely. they all have their own priorities so it's not right. bad mouthing anybody but for me it is about the craft the passion the art so. definitely well Jenga saying a huge respect for all the dedication that you're putting uh, Hannah saying it sounds like uh, a leap of faith and of course dedication as well and uh, in the end Adrian is saying that you know attitude is all that matters the most which I think you're definitely showing us uh, for that but I mean a transition and I know that you're constantly working towards your craft and I feel that you know starting off as a chef and you know that in itself is a craft too and this is also acting is also a craft as well Mm -hmm. Um, do you find that some of the maybe discipline or dedication that you use to become a chef kind of are helping in acting in any way yes um, you can ask any any foreigner on set that has worked with me. I'm a pain in the butt to work with because I have an expectation, and this is 100% true. You don't jump in front of the camera unless the, it serves the story. Mm. So as a chef, it's the same thing. You don't throw on a steak unless the customer orders it. You don't put extra sauce on something. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That, uh, using yeah. that as an example, it just it makes a lot more sense. Because I people, feel that, yeah. you know, if you just analyze acting, it's so much easier to put more but into the situation. Less is more. When you cry, think about it. Whenever you're going to cry for a scene and... You're getting into the scene and you're just building up and you're just trying to go and go and, and it's go. not going it is, and then you push most people try not to cry in the right, scene right 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 they're right. trying to hold back the tears you right, know? right 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 but like you can get to that 
point where you're about to break, but then you have to dial it back, uh-huh. right? But with dialogue, if you add ad lib anything in a scene, for example, and you say like one thing, and it turns out in the story that's a spoiler, well, oh, guess what? Wow. They you have to go back and re-edit it out. Um, also, a lot of the writers and directors aren't fluent in English. They're All not right. native English speakers. So they go, okay, it sounds good. And then it turns out it's a spoiler. I, I said, uh, the director allowed me to translate my own stuff one time. I translated my own script. I said what I needed to say, but it wasn't them. It was thank you. Uh, I wanted to thank them. I want to thank you. Uh. It was you, not them. There was no them uh. in the script. But I had said that, so I had to go back in and redub it. Wow. But there was somebody on set that actually went and delivered some lines that was a spoiler um, and uh, the director said cut and I said we can't use that and he goes why and I said I'm, I, I'm not throwing anyone under the bus here but the reason why is because in this scene this can't be released yet yeah right because they're saying something they're not supposed to yeah and so that's a spoiler so less is more Okay. less is more saying wow. the bare minimum understanding what your character is and fulfilling the story is the most important role of an actor you don't right. see you don't see the main actor jump in front of the camera and go, I'm here. No, it's not about that. It's about looking as real in the situation as possible. And so you'll see a lot of overacting. I'm guilty of it in my older stuff as well. I was horrible. <laughs> but I didn't understand that. It's about the story. The writer has a full script that I don't understand. And I get one page of dialogue mm, and I mm, think, mm, mm, mm. oh, the lines aren't enough. So I'm right. going to say 30 things. But there's no reason to say 30 things if I'm only here to serve the purpose of here's your sandwich, sir. Enjoy your meal. You know, like Right. You don't right, exactly. You're you're supposed to be giving them their coffee and like, so by the way, yeah. and you just to get that one more second or minute of it's not needed. Time. They're going to clip it out anyway. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're going to talk a lot more about uh, Joey's career in Korea. Uh, also, if you have any questions and messages for him, please just send those our way. If you're on our YouTube live stream, you can send them in through there. If you're on our V Live, you can send them in through there as well. If our send message board is more convenient for you, you can send them there too. Now, all about Korea. Korea. Arirang Radio. All right, we have our insider in the studio today. We've got the awesomely talented and very good looking. I don't know why he keeps saying that he's not good looking, but he is. Joey Albright's in the studio. Uh, we've got uh, Kyun Kim Nim dropping by to say hello after seeing your post on Instagram. Uh, Garrison is dropping by to say, Joey, 안녕하세요. We're so happy to see you here. We support you and thank you so much for working in the industry in, the, in Korea. Oh, I love Garrison. Uh, Garrison's a good buddy of mine in the industry. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's done a lot. Um, I think he was like uh, in Run On and a bunch of stuff as well. Um, but there's like two people that I love working with and him and Carson are like my two top favorite people. So. Oh, yeah, we had Carson in the studio. I saw her give you a shout out yesterday, oh, too. She's, but yeah. she's so cute. And she's like learning martial arts and stuff like this these yeah, days. Yeah, she's doing stunt training. Yeah. Um, we actually, we both entered uh, the Soul Action School in Paju. Uh-huh. Um, and we did three months of it. Her schedule got busy for work. Right, right. It was too difficult for me. Really? But she entered uh, a different one in Seoul, a, a different stunt school in school. And she does, she's amazing. She's very dedicated. I am, for me exercise and stunts aren't really my thing okay if i'm cast in a role that requires them then i will prep for it okay. so i already have the basics i did three months okay. of monday to friday wow you know, that's uh, intense. this was in 2018 and i'm like i don't want to do stunts unless i absolutely have to because the right. risk to re- uh reward ratio is very low <laughs> you know? i can injure my knee right. and never work no, again no no yeah, yeah, so. no 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 <laughs> no i think it's true because like uh a lot of korean actors i know that um 
few of them, they like to work out, but they also like the martial arts aspect of the workout. So they just like it because it's a hobby. Mm. But yeah, it's not for everybody. Definitely. Um, okay. So, Joey, you've been in the business for a while. I know that you've been really kind of building your career as an actor. So do you remember your first like either drama or film debut? Yes. I was in some weird thing where I was a professional golfer. Um, it was, oh, you look such the role. I'm sorry, yeah. that image cast was like so point on. <laughs> but I was, I was, I was in these like Ajishi style golf clothes, <laughs> and I'm like, they're like, I had to like enter, and I was like, these clothes are so amazing, ooh la la, and it was like PPL, you know, sponsored, uh, and I was like, uh, I don't know how to make this natural because these clothes are not for me because I'm a big dude, like I'm a big dude for Korea. My my shirt size is like 105, 110, like large America, um, which is large. very normal in the U.S., but in Korea, like. Everything comes out so small. But imagine golf clothes. Oh, they don't fit. And they're tight fitting. So I'm wearing the largest ones they got. And it, it's just like mismatch of color. And I'm like, ah, oh, wow. And my line delivery was awkward because I felt uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. And I didn't know camera angles. I didn't know all the stuff I know now. Right. And that's what it is. It's like acting is just a development of a sense of set of like a set of skills and a sixth sense in order to enter the frame be able to like touch stuff, move around in frame, talk to somebody like you're having a real conversation, make sure your stakes are nice and high and make sure that what you're saying fits the scene and the nuance of the scene. So it's like doing a thousand things at once, like cooking right. transitions so well into that. Right, 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 right. Um, and after you were saying that, Hannah's like, OMG, that's so much. <laughs> okay, I feel that and I know that some amazing directors who have also been like on the other side of the audition table, who have auditioned for roles and have been turned down. Uh, I feel that for me as well, auditions are always the worst. Uh, I feel that certain people, like even though they get turned down, they just love the audition process. I think it's like a very small percentile. Mm -hmm. um, but I know that, yes, there's going to be image cast. Yes, I know that the people on the other side of the table do have a set image or like an ideal of who they want to cast, regardless of how good that person brings it to the table. I didn't say it. <laughs> um, but if you put it that way, have you found over the years, like even in Korea, even though it is very heavily, I like, you know, image cast, can you get over the nerves or have you found like ways to kind of get a better response from an audition for any of our listeners who might be thinking like, maybe I can, you know, pick this up. If I really have a passion for it. So passion can only get you so far. What, what the, there is, it's so funny that the classes I take, uh, the very first one I did was improv based commercial audition, mm -hmm. self tape. I am, like I said, I'm nervous when I get in front of people. people and do, uh -huh. So auditioning is the worst thing for me, but, um, someone, an actor, really famous actor, I can't remember who it was said that, um, auditioning just to have an audition is an audition uh, is a chance to perform in front of an audience. So just to have an audition is a chance to perform in front of an audience. I was like, wow, that's amazing. So it's an opportunity. It's not about booking the role. Right. It's about performing in front of an audience. Wow. So if you really want to be an actor and you want to perform, just have that mentality. I still get nervous in auditions. Uh-huh. And 
in LA, this is what they always say in my class. It is a complete, you can be the best actor in the world and be a horrible auditioner because it's a different language. It's it is different. different. You're in this small little frame window. It's like what we have here and you got to do all these movements within a small frame, which is like film acting. Right. But you have to portray a thousand things uh-huh. and still come off as natural and not be nervous. But then in-person auditions, even worse. Right. Because it's like, it's like doing theater. Right. You know? So every time I get into an in-person audition, I get sweaty, I get clammy. And I, all I have to do is realize though, I'm just here to just to show what I can do. And if they like me, they like me. There's a thousand reasons why they won't choose me. Right. 90% of the time, I'm either taller than the main actor or I am too fat. You know what I mean? And that's that's 100% true. And that's the, that's the mentality. That's the reality of the no, industry. No, but I feel that like, in, I feel a lot of people might be like, oh, maybe it's just because Korea. I feel that you would get the same talk and feedback if you were in LA, New York. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It's anyway. not it's not hating on Korea. Believe me, I love working in the Korean Oh, yeah. Industry. No, 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 no. I, I'm saying in general, anywhere you go in the world, in the unless business. they require right. a chubby dad or unless they require a certain image, they want to put the leads, especially like if it's not a comedic scene, if it's a dramatic scene, if it's a romantic scene, they want a skinny, tall person. Right. It's unfortunate, but it's, it's what... Um, sex sells. That's, right. That's all it is. No, it's true. At the end of the day, they want the audience, they want the fans to fall in love with the lead. Right. So they can sell tickets, which right. makes sense. It's a business aspect. Right. So me going into an audition and not booking, um, I just did a, a an audition for a Taekwondo thing. I didn't book it. The director goes, do you work out? And I said, um, I hurt my, my knee during doing stunts for a commercial. I haven't worked out in a while. Also COVID body, you know? And he's like, oh, okay. So, it, that means I probably don't fit the what is it uh, Taekwondo Sun Tzu uh, right, right, Taekwondo right. like main athlete. I, yeah, role. I don't have that body. So okay, it's just a, I I should have been already skinny and had the body for the role, but I was still brought in to show my acting ability, which was right. nice. So I had the chance to audition. I failed either because I was super nervous or because I wasn't the right image, didn't have the right body shape. It is what it is. So with the auditions, all you can do is go in, do your best. Be off book, have the lines as close to natural as possible for the scene, show your ability, and then if you don't get chosen, just prep for the next one. And okay. you gotta you gotta let it go. I, it still eats at me. It'll eat at me when I hear I don't pass an audition. It'll eat at me for about a week. So what I'll do is I'll just go, I just gotta get better. And so I'll just start studying immediately just to grow rather than let it, it be a negative thing where I just eat myself. Uh, and make it like an insecurity yeah Yeah, it it is what it is like uh i don't get offered auditions a lot of times which it blows my mind i i don't think i deserve auditions i think i put in enough work to where i not just me but everyone no matter Uh your level everyone deserves the audition right right at least the audition regardless of whatever issues an agency might have or Uh or doesn't have or an image i think if i if they wanted a 50 year old dude I should still be still be able to go on an audition mm-hmm. in Korea for right. LA. Very different, right? You know, so in Korea, I think any audition should be open, and if the person bombs, at least they had the chance, right? You know, fair is fair, and that's well, that's well yeah. And I mean, like you said, you're performing in front of an audience, and mm. I mean, they might not need you for the role then, but mm. they could need you for a role next movie or next drama down the line. That's true. And I feel that even in LA or New York, uh, they say that the business is so big, and yet it is so small. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing they they want people they they recycle a lot of and the word is re- recycle unfortunately a lot of the leads because they know a lot of the leads will bring in revenue and that's the reality unless you're like 17 
Um, a good example of this, of this is the Spider-Man, uh, Tom, Tom Holland, I think his name is, the new Spider-Man, right? He was young, now an A-list celebrity. That is the offset to the rule. There's barely anybody that gets the A-list celebrity status that is my age in America unless they, they have some special thing where they came in with like a million followers and they're going to bring an audience to a film. Right. Or a drama or a TV Or show. they came into a film and it was so good. Like they weren't the main actor. Mm -hmm. They stole the lead yeah. pretty much. And then their next movie, they it makes them like an A-lister. Exactly. So... Definitely. Yeah. Hannah was saying that, yeah, failing auditions is hard for me, too. But uh, it, that's a good to see it like in just if you think about it instead mm -hmm. of not going mm -hmm. either. Um, yeah. And it is, I think, different for everybody. So uh, we have Kyun Nim asking, do you enjoy any sports if you do do any? Oh, um, so I used to do a lot of people don't know this. I used to do MMA. I trained on MMA. I used to do boxing. Um, I used to play basketball to a certain extent. Uh, when I was in university, I did like a, like a semester class or whatever. Um, I used to do flying yoga and yoga. Uh, I used to do CrossFit. So I'm pretty active. Um, and what you see it is muscle and fat people. So it's like I've, I've got the muscle. It, it, but honestly, like... though, like I feel that the whole. Uh, yeah, honestly, you're not. Mm. It is a very, it's a very different mentality when you're in Korea because unless you're like mannequin thin, nine times out of ten yeah. you won't get a, a love interest role, which right. is fine. Yeah, so, no, and it's true because I feel that even though in the camera does add more than five pounds, yeah. which sucks. <laughs> it's okay. Um, because it, I feel that it's also different for every camera. Like mm. our camera in the studio is a really nice high uh, camera, but it doesn't mm. give you that a uh, vibe. Mm. But of course. Even the skinniest of idols, if they're on like any of the cameras for TV that we use in Korea, I don't know what it is about the angles, but it does make somebody look wider. Yeah. It's also how you present yourself. Like I slouch, so I automatically look bigger. But if I roll my shoulders back and puff out my chest, it looks like I have, you know, like I'm built. Right. So right. It is a difference in body posture, camera angles, etc. I keep turning my body to see how I look the slimmest, by the way. <laughs> Uh, I'm analyzing that as go, we're doing go this. Go for it. You could keep, <laughs> normally, you're not supposed to look at the camera when you're an actor, but today you can look at the actor yeah. all you want. Yeah, you look I'll, at all always, the I always ask the director, should I look in the lens? <laughs> look at the, look the lens. Go okay. for it. But, uh, it's fine. There was there was a situation with like a director going, uh, there's a shower scene. Uh, shower scene. scene. Are you comfortable being shirtless? And I said, I'm fine. I don't know how the audience feels. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, ironically enough, I think I said the same thing. Uh. People are asking me stuff like, are you comfortable doing it? I'm like, I'm fine. I don't think y'all are going to be comfortable with it, but I mean, sure. So but the audience, if the if you think the audience wants to see me shirtless, sure. I uh, I don't have a problem with my body, but do you? You do you. <laughs> Whatever you want me to do. But I don't usually get those roles. To be honest with you, I've never gotten one of those shirtless scenes. Before. But I feel that well, you know that's not true though. I did do a shirtless massage scene in the Spies Who Love Me. Oh yeah, no, you did, you did, you did, you did. But the, you saw the camera angles, right? Yeah. I didn't look half bad. Not no, you bad. Did, no, you like, looked actually really good. I was like not bad. I actually loved your acting in the elevator too for that one. Oh, uh, that was fun. Yeah, yeah that was, it, all that was a lot of fun. <laughs> did really love it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I really did love that little lint piece. Mm -hmm. Okay, so fam, uh, today I think, uh, yeah, it is an interview, but this literally just feels like I'm having coffee with Joey Albright in the studio. He's an amazing actor, and we are learning a little bit more about his career. He's giving us some great tips, especially if you are 
even wanting to get into the business of acting or in uh, TV or in singing or anything, he's kind of covering a lot of the basics. So if you have any more questions or messages for him, keep sending them our way. We do have access to our YouTube live stream, the V Live, and our uh, homepage as well, whatever's more convenient for you. I'm in London. I'm in Australia. Tokyo. The Philippines. Finland. Indonesia. New York. Arirang Radio. Radio. Now live in Seoul. We have the very talented and very good-looking, regardless of what he's going to preach today, actor Joey Albright in the studio. He's been telling us a lot of uh, just secrets in the business. I really love the fact that you've been giving us an edge on how to audition because I feel that everybody auditions are like the biggest yes Mount Everest that we could ever overcome. Well, someone told me with auditions, it's like a job interview. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go in super nervous, nervous and clammed up. Your person... I heard that, for example, LA casting directors, within the first 10 seconds, they already know if they want to work with you. Oh, Because wow. it's your personality. As soon as you enter the door, if you come in, and this is what I, it took me years to break out of this, because in Korea, you have to be very polite. Right, 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 right. Like, oh, you know, like you have to be very respectful. And very, you go in with a, a nice, energetic, full personality into an audition room in the States, they immediately are like, this guy is going to be fun to work with on mm-hmm. set. He's going to be professional. He mm-hmm. can act. Mm-hmm. And it is, you know, like, it's the energy you give out, that vibe. And so they always talk about in my class, essence, what's your essence? Uh-huh. And they go, you got to be more than just acting. You can't just be acting. And I'm like, but that's all I want to be. Right. And so they think that's going to hinder me by by only talking about acting, only being an actor, uh-huh. and not really opening up about my career, or like my past careers, my hardships and stuff. They're like, that's going to hinder you. You need to be personable. Okay. Um, and so in a job interview in the States as well, they want to know if you're going to be good to work with or not. Hmm. So it's not just your acting level. It's okay. also your personality that's taken into account. Okay. So you got a thousand things going against you if you go in already nervous. Because the first thing you need to do without, you know, pre-corona, you would shake a hand. But um, casting directors hate that. They, they don't shake. They always say in, in uh, the room, the podcast that I listen to and stuff, don't shake your hands. It's th- You know how many times, how many people's hands you got to shake? There's so much germs. <laughs> No, it's just, oh, no. <laughs> just understanding right off the bat the very basics of being personable mm-hmm. when you walk in a room, giving off a good vibe that okay. you're going to be fun to work with, uh-huh. that you're going to be honest, that you're going to be hardworking, dedicated, passionate, but it's not so passionate that you're going to drive them crazy. All that is a balancing act even before you even show your acting. Wow. In Korea, it's very different. Very oh, different. Is. I try to be personable in Korean and I look nervous. <laughs> I talk like this in Korean and people go, you look so nervous. And I'm like... I'm trying to do what I'm learning in my LA, <laughs> LA classes. You know, I'm being personable. And they're like, no, no, you're talking too fast. And I'm like, but that's me. Right. That's how I talk. That's how I talk. Okay. Um, so we're talking a lot about uh, you are taking classes in LA. And honestly, um, with Space Sweepers, even, we saw how it captivated the world thanks to Netflix and all mm. this. So Netflix has really been a great platform. I know that a lot of other platforms right now, like OTT platforms, are really helping the spread of Korean dramas, mm. Hallyu, whatever you want to call it. And there are more and more opportunities. Um, so not worth it recently was getting a lot of love with its foreign cast as well so i mean we're getting more opportunities to see you know Mm -hmm. more collaborations Mm -hmm. so um i feel that you're such a passionate person that ideal of maybe going back to the u.s or maybe even like pursuing acting back in l.a would be something you would be looking forward to yes actually i am very excited i love working in korea don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong and i have met amazing um 
it's weird to say this, but the directors that I've worked with, the assistant directors, the producers, the production, the staff, everyone that puts together these dramas and movies have been nothing but nice to me. Mm-hmm. But I, I know I've hit a plateau, uh, plateau or like the glass ceiling, right? Um, for roles up until now that are okay. available for my age, my height, my, my everything. Image, right? whatever. Yeah. And I don't want to like survive mm. off of foreign privilege and whatever. I don't, I don't believe in any of that. So for me, I believe hard work, dedication will get me where I need to go. And so I, I do plan actually, um, knock on wood this September, I will be in LA. Wow. Um, and I already have an agency there. I'm looking for a manager currently. Um, but I do want to start there. So I'm going to go there for a month or two. Okay. Kind of get, dip my toes, come back here for work whenever okay. work is offered. Okay. And I'm going to be international. So I'll probably just have a, a set, like, little, like, uh, what is Studio it? apartment type of ordeal. Yeah, or homestay even mm. that I can just bounce in and out of whenever the work op- opportunities happen. Right, but right, right, right. Obviously, with Corona, I, I got signed last year, actually, with my agency. I haven't been able to go because of Corona. Yeah. It, I, I got signed in July of last year and corona hit and it like, was like 2020 and i'm like uh can't go and they're uh. like well come in 2021 so i'm gonna go in uh 2021 however with the new variant out and stuff i i'm still gonna get i need to get vaccinated i still gotta wear a mask to go do all that stuff but i'm gonna at least try for two months to see if corona is gonna hinder me or not okay and then if it doesn't and i book a small couple gigs in a commercial a couple of one-liners here and there i'll just be going back and forth okay. at that point because I, I still want to work in the korean market this is where I started. This is where I love. But I kind of want to prove to myself that I'm good enough. Okay. Because, there's, you know, you always get those people that, if you think you're so good, go to L.A. and try to make it there. Well, oh, I, yeah, am. Okay. <laughs> I am. I am. That's what I'm planning on doing. <laughs> so for all the haters out there, thanks. I've already got that in my, in my list of things to do this September. <laughs> okay. Now, speaking of people asking you, like, you know, if, uh, all this of what you would like to do in the uh, in the future, uh, Kyunni was asking, do you have any plans to maybe teach acting at colleges here in Korea? So I did do uh, a quick actor lesson for the Seoul Pangsong High School. Okay. Um, which is it's like in downtown Seoul. Uh, and it was just, I wanted to help out... Um, some kids, uh, an actual like teacher hit me up and was like, hey, are, are, would you be interested in doing an interview? And said, so, yeah, sure, why not? I, I don't, the thing about acting is I don't want to teach acting to people who aren't already trying to study. Okay. Uh, you, I get you know what, what you mean? mean. Like, I've had people go, bro, can you teach me how to uh, win an audition? Can you teach me this? I'm like, well, if you haven't studied acting, then me teaching you how to win an audition isn't going to help your acting. Right, 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 so right, right. So unless right. you have that same passion, whereas I know if I go to L.A., I will always be learning something. Right. But I, I, I don't desire to be a teacher at all. Um, but there will come a time when I go, I would like to teach American acting in Korea to like high school students and Korean students starting out, not foreigners. A foreigner, there's a whole ego system uh. that exists that I don't want to deal with. Um, and they're like, I'm good enough because, you know, like I'm natural. And eh, you can be natural. That's fine. But you ain't going to grow. Um, let's be honest. It's all fixed in post. So that out of the way i would i wouldn't mind uh helping like uh korean students acting students on how to break down a script 
how to look at a script. Like the skill it's, patterns the that you've been pattern, picking up. But it's not actually teaching acting, though. Right, 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 right. Because teaching yeah. a skill in acting, I think, is a little bit different. Because yeah. the actor is doing the acting. The skill is something very exactly, different. Exactly. Okay. Well, Joey, you have talked us to the end of my show today, like no. overtime <laughs> status. Uh, we still have so much to talk about. So I think this means that we have you reserved for a comeback session. Hopefully, we can see you after you do dabble your toes in L.A. a little bit and come yes. back and give us an update. I would love to do that. All right. Thank you, Joy, for joining us in the studio today. And we will see you next time. Thank Bye. you. Bye, guys. Did you enjoy today's interview? I hope you did. If you want to catch us live, don't forget to catch us live every Wednesday from 1 to 2 p.m. Korea Standard Time. And we are always waiting for your questions, too, so don't miss out. If you missed the live broadcast, you can always go back and check out our VOD service and our AOD service through our homepage or our application that is free. Don't miss out on power interviews with yours truly, DJ Ishak, every Wednesday. Thanks.